Are there some styles of coffee more sustainable than others? Thanks for tuning in. I'm JJ Walsh and this is an article I wrote on sustainable coffee. My mom has always had a love of coffee and I think it fascinated me even before I was interested in drinking it. I sometimes think back to the coffee brewing gadgets that she had and would come out for big family gatherings. Living in Japan for most of my life now has only enhanced my fascination with coffee culture. But as sustainability has become more of a focus, it's great to talk about which makers and beans are more sustainable. Let's talk about coffee makers. Growing up, my favorite was the party percolator, which I was sad to hear my mom sold it at a swap meet for a few bucks in the 80s. It was glorious towering green electric coffee percolator with a serving spout at the front. Even as a kid, I loved the smell and sound of the boiling coffee, which would blip up through the clear glass at the top when it was nearly ready. The Swan Stovetop Retro Percolator, listing at an antique shop in the UK below, has a similar vibe to what my mom's coffee server was like from the 60s. Making coffee this way can be more sustainable if you compost your coffee grinds after use, as there's no single-use filters or plastic packaging. It may sound strange, but living in Japan has only increased my love of coffee and all the great types of coffee served in Kisaten retro-style coffee shops and cafes across the country. Japan's coffee culture has influenced cafes around the world. Here's a link to a great article by the Japan Times. The most bizarre coffee style I saw when I first came to Japan in the early 1990s was the science experiment, as I called it when I saw it in the front of windows of snack bars and kisatens, it was actually the only places I could find serving coffee of any kind in my rural Japan town. The individual versions of the siphon makers like you see below don't need any filters, just hot water, and often a heating unit is put underneath to keep it warm. If you're like me and you dislike being served cold coffee from the long process of a giant siphon or a really slow drip, then you may prefer to have your slow drip coffee cold, in which case the super slow coil drip is worth seeking out. The Kyoto glass coil slow drip tower is so beautiful and stylish I'm surprised I haven't seen it appear in more cafes across the world as a showpiece to draw in customers. For speed and convenience at home, I've adopted the French press. Some call it the cafetiere, some people call it the coffee press as my go-to coffee source. It only requires hot water and coffee grinds. It's easy to take with you on trips 
and it's especially sustainable if you compost the grains. Deliciously here has a great article on the best models and how to guide. Avoid plastic materials if possible. Why? Well, plastic is sourced from fossil fuels and despite, despite the hard plastic being sturdy and made to last for many years, it's really difficult to separate if you need to throw it away or if you want to fix a part or replace it in some way. If you choose models, which are made solely from more recyclable materials like glass, metal, or wood, it will save you hassle when it breaks or when you want to throw it out. Quality coffee makers retain value and appeal over time. So if you buy a high quality model, your kids may want to keep it or it will have resale value. Harking back to a trip to Italy for the Rome Marathon, my partner is obsessed with these stylish stovetop percolators. Sleek and stylish, looking as good on a shelf as filled with coffee, they don't have any excess waste in single-use filters and are more sustainable if you can compost the grinds. These mocha espresso pots are mostly made of a single material, steel, with one unfortunate plastic handle. I'd love to see an all-steel version or a heavy wooden handle version someday. The simple two-piece steel design screws together, filled with grinds and water. They are long-lasting and fairly easy to recycle at the end of life. Unlike the glass coffee press, they are also one of the hardiest models for travel. Now let's talk hand drip or slow drip, which has had a boom over the last 10 years in Japan and around the world. If you reuse the filters, usually made of hemp or a type of metal, or at least use compostable, biodegradable, unbleached filters, you can create deeply rich cups of coffee with very little waste. Let's talk about sustainable coffee. Unfortunately, coffee has a hefty environmental impact as it is energy intensive and flown from across the world. But in terms of the three pillars of sustainability, what's good for people, what's good for the planet, and what keeps profits in balance, then coffee can be a great way to support coffee growing communities in some of the poorest areas of the world. Thanksgiving Coffee is an inspiring, ethically focused coffee roasters in the US. They say, through coffee, we support justice for our growers, our communities, and the environment. As an activist business, our work is to engage every coffee drinker on big social, economic, and environmental issues. Coffee is our medium, not just a cup of coffee, but a just cup is our message. Talking about Thanksgiving coffee, I love their range of fair trade coffees. 
Now, most major retailers and coffee companies claim to pay fair wages to their growers, but keep asking before you buy and find a brand that you trust. In the early days of fair trade, when the all too often it just did not taste good stage, I was happy to discover Thanksgiving coffee for their ethical stance that was enhanced by amazing coffee. Shade Grown. Thanksgiving coffee also introduced me to Shade Grown coffee that doesn't require trees to be cut down for coffee growing. The Birdsong series is one of my favorite gifts as it clearly connects Shade Grown to protecting animal habitats. Organic. Organic is another keyword in more sustainable coffee beans that do not damage the soil where the coffee is grown. Because no chemicals are used, it is also safer for the growers, producers, and their communities. In addition to keeping the soil healthy, it also keeps the local water sources clean. For consumers who buy organic products, they can also have peace of mind that it is healthier and safer for them to drink and does not damage their local land and water with any chemicals. As it's high quality organic, when you compost the grinds after you make your coffee, you will also feel better about reusing the rich coffee grinds in your potted plants, in the bathroom to capture smells like Starbucks does, and in your garden to enrich your soil. The composting area above, um, shown in the picture, at the Zero Waste Hotel in Kamikatsu shows how easy it is to compost kitchen waste in the raised wooden box. Coffee grains and tea leaves are a no-brainer for composting. Here's the link to my review of the Zero Waste Hotel Y in Kamikatsu. Making use of local resources. One of the most exciting innovations I have seen in Japan is the use of roasted genmai rice with coffee beans to reduce the amount of imported beans and their carbon impact, which he was using at his artisan coffee shop. It was important to retain a rich coffee taste, but he had the idea to make use of one of Japan's only self-sufficient crops, rice. The rice coffee hybrid coffee blend inventor is Yuya-san of Yuya Roast in Hiroshima. Yuya is passionate about good coffee and bean roasting, but was worried about rising prices and sustainability. So he developed this new product he called Rico. Coffee buying keywords, bulk and buy by weight in reusable packaging. Keeping a lookout for beans you can buy in bulk by refilling your own container is a wonderful way to reduce plastic waste as the shops can get bulk bags of roasted beans and sell it to customers by weight. Fair trade, organic, shade grown, direct trade. Looking for the echo labels of certified fair trade, organic and shade grown give you more peace of mind 
and asking an artisan roaster if they buy their beans by direct trade is also a good way to find out more about their ethical practices. Pro tip, buying beans by bulk and storing them in airtight containers in a cool, dark place or in the freezer will help them last longer, taste better, and save you money. <laughs>